What's going on, guys? You are listening to the You Can Miss Me With That podcast. I am your host, Luther O'Kale. What's going on? It feels like it's been forever since my last episode, but it was only last week. But I'm feeling pretty good. Had a snow day today. I don't mess with the snow. Uh, Still the Cali guy in me, but it's going to be real fun driving to work tomorrow. You know, braving this elements we had like six inches of snow drop in sunday night and the weird thing is i don't really leave the house a lot during the weekends so it was like you know you just take that one look outside you're like wait what so you know it snowed so much had a snow day from work so shout out (laughs) but if you guys remember to last week I said the topic I was going to talk about this week. It's Michael Vick. One of the 10 things I don't understand. And it's not even Michael Vick himself. It's it's it, If anything, this is more like the Kaepernick situation than anything. It's the misinformation around Michael Vick. And every year, at least for the last few years, it seems like Michael Vick's popped up in the news through no fault of his own, at least in that particular moment in time, and people just freak out. And like Corey said last week, I mean, I'm sorry. It's a lot of white people really freaking out. Um, so, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to say this right away. Uh, obviously, you know what? Let me just stop. Let's do it this way. I'm, I'm just going to give you guys a lowdown. Of, for those for those of you who don't know who Michael Vick is, um, just going to lower it down for you. So, Michael Vick um, was a pre- former professional professional football player he was drafted i think in 2001 or 2000 uh, same year as Ladanian thompson i think he went number one overall to the atlanta falcons and they tore the league up like by storm like really um especially as i was starting to get into football i mean you had to know who michael vick was i mean i had a pair of his shoes my man was unstoppable in madden 2004 the most unstoppable player of all time in video game history like especially in madden history that is that's even counting the year devin hester had 100 speed in madden like michael vick with the ball in his hands just just give it up it was like bo jackson and tech mobile i just threw like 15 things at you i'm, I'm gonna need you to go research those all, all you needed in a tech mobile with bo jackson especially that was when bo knows bo jackson run the sweep bo jackson's unstoppable in, te- in tech mobile but Especially the Raiders. That's like the... It's one of the few times in the last 20 years. Like, Jesus, 30 years that the Raiders have been good. But that's besides the point. So, like I said, um, Michael Vick took the league on by storm. Like, uh, he could run. He was all this stuff. He's really, like, I guess one of the first big black quarterbacks, like, per, like in terms of celebrity of the new millennium. Like, Michael Vick was everywhere. And then um, it just turns out in uh, 2000, 2006, uh, things, you know, things start like kind of popping off. Like um, he actually not even 2006. Like, I, I mean, there was always problems like he never get in his playbook. But those are like football terms in terms of this. Like I'm actually looking at a news article by the uh, by the Daily Press, Hampton Roads Daily Press, which kind of gives like a, a timeline of him, like basically everything that goes on with Michael Vick. Like, so they lay it down that um, early 2001, this was basically when he was getting drafted. Um, Vic, and I guess his two friends, uh, which actually, you know, what people don't understand was that Michael Vic wasn't technically the one running the dog fight. From what I've read, it was actually members of his family. But 
when they raided the home and found the stuff it's michael it, it, they had it at michael vick's house i'm not first of all like discounting anything that he did michael vick's the big name out of it he's the one that's going to get the book thrown at him but i'm digressing let me go back into it so early 2001 michael vick i can't say this dude's name Quainus phillips and tony and tony taylor decide to start an illegal dog fighting operation later that year later that year pernell peace joins the operation then so then they go on through his uh they go on through his thing he he he, he gives up his final two years of eligibility april 21st he gets drafted number one overall at 20 years old as the youngest player chosen at number one overall in draft in the draft's history huh i, I didn't know that so then they, they talk about a little bit about his playing career, but then they go back June 29, 2002. Michael Vick uh, pays uh, for, basically he buys a $35,000 property in Surrey County, Virginia. Then uh, he establishes Bad News Kennels and hosts dog fights and participates in fights in other states. Like he's doing this while he's also playing ball. Devin Bodie, uh, Vick's cousin in April 20, 2007, is arrested in the, in the, in the parking lot of a of a Hamptons nightclub is charged with possession of marijuana with intent to distribute. April 25th of the same year, April, uh, oh, police serve a warrant in Surrey, Virginia. The day after Michael Vick's cousin, David Bodie, was arrested on drug charges and listed the house as his address. So they listed Michael Vick's house. Police and animal control officers find 66 dogs, 55 of them pit bulls, in what appears to be a dog training complex of dark painted buildings in the woods behind the house, which is owned by Michael Vick. Police obtain another warrant and seize the dogs and various items. July 2nd, court documents are filed with legal, with legal, with federal authorities, alleging that a dog fighting venture called Bad News Kennels had operated on Michael Vick's property for the last five years. The U.S. Attorney's Office files uh, papers seeking federal government ownership of the 53 pit bulls that were among the dogs seized on Michael Vick's property. July 17th, the um, Vic and other three men are indicted on fed by a federal grand jury on charges of dog fighting uh, for a do on dog fighting charges for activity over a six year period. Vic's name is mentioned 48 times in the 18 page indictment, which accuses Vic of breeding, training and fighting dogs, hosting dog fights, killing dogs, considered unable to fight, traveling out of state for dog fights. If convicted, Michael Vic could have faced six years in prison and a, a $350,000 fine. $350,000. Three hundred fifty thousand dollars in fine. July eighteenth, the next day, he's arraigned in federal court in Richmond. Same day, ironically, as a Falcons opening day training camp. So July nineteenth, the day after that, he gets suspended. Um, oh, Nike suspends the latest release of the the Michael Vick foot foot uh, footwear line, which I'm gonna tell you this right now. I was trying to get those shoes. I, I think, if I remember correctly, I was going into my freshman year of high school. And I had the Vic Sixes. I, I still technically have them, but obviously I can't wear them anymore. They're too small. And um, basically, Nike was all in on Michael Vick. They they repealed the day after that. On the same day, protesters for people of for the eth ethical treatment of dogs lined up outside NFL headquarters in New York, urging the league to sack Vick. The NFL Players Association and the Falcons urge Vick to take paid leave for the 2007 season. Three days after that, July 23rd, Roger Goodell, who's the NFL commissioner, orders Vic not to report to training camp because I think he's out on bond at this time until the league uh, reviews uh, the dog fighting charges, citing a league conduct policy. July 24th, Arthur Blank holds a news pro uh, holds a news uh, press conference saying he's prepared to give 
the f- maximum four-day suspension to Michael Vick before the NFL stepped in. He refused uh, to comment on Vick's future with the team, but the behavior is horrific. At this point, Michael Vick was the biggest thing in, that, in Atlanta sports. Like, he was the face of Atlanta sports. I mean, if when you think about Atlanta, it's really... I think is mainly known for music just to the casual person with uh, musical acts like Ludacris and, and people like that, like mainly rap, you know, coming out of there. So this for Michael Vick was huge. And it really set back the franchise the next year, uh, actually for two years until they got Matt Ryan. And um, I'm going too much into like history. So July 27th, the day after that Reebok stopped selling all NFL products related to Vick. July 30th, um, uh, Tony Taylor, one of his co-defendants, pleads guilty, and Taylor agrees to cooperate with the prosecution, including testifying at his co-defendant's trial. Um, Vic uh, calls a radio station in Atlanta, says he he hopes that he's able to play with the team again. August 17th, uh, Pernell Peace and Quainus Phillips plead guilty to dogfighting charges. Um, they traveled with Vic to dogfights, described in detail, executing appro- approximately eight dogs that did not perform well in testing sessions by hanging or drowning august 23rd vic signs his plea agreement uh stating uh and statement of facts admitting to conspiracy in a dog fighting ring and helping kill pit bulls so i mean if you're a dog person i apologize i sincerely apologize i'm probably feel like i'm gonna i need to apologize some more as i keep going here um the day after that michael vick suspended definitely by the nfl um then in December 10th of that year, Vic was sentenced to serve 23 months for his role in dog fighting operation, which is actually he actually was in Leavenworth at the time here in Kansas. Um, you know, he surrenders. He he goes in uh, to uh, start serving his thing. Huh? He was released. So in January 7th, which is weird, it's weird. I always learn about this stuff like January 7th of 2008 the next year he arrives at um leavenworth uh for his uh for like to start his prison sentence he actually before that was in in a virginia jail but that doesn't i, I guess in, in the old grand scheme things doesn't matter he's released in may uh and must serve two months of home confinement he files for bankruptcy vic appears um in court to uh to wake all it uh, he appears in a Virginia courtroom to plead guilty to stake dog fighting charges. And then he receives a three-year suspended sentence. What? The? First of all, I don't get the idea of a suspended sentence. I guess that means if Vic messes up anyway, he's going to have to serve three years in jail. But you know what? Whatever. So April 3rd of 2009, he files for federal bankruptcy. And, you know, he he's like, he's like, um, I'm a changed man. Um, April 2nd. Uh, April 21st, uh, 2009, you know, basically the NFL is like, we got to see more. Oh, May 20th. So I guess he went back to jail. So May 20th, 2009, he's released from Leavenworth. And then, um, he, he begins serving his two months of home confinement, uh, July 20th, he's released from federal custody. Um, July 27th of that year, he's, uh, he's conditionally reinstated, which basically means he has to fulfill certain conditions to keep playing in the NFL, which is basically what Josh Gordon has been going through. But Josh Gordon just got suspended again, this time for PEDs and drug su- substance abuse. For those of you that know about Josh Gordon, 
I mean, he's one of those dudes that you just kind of root for. And um, he was like really hooked on drugs. And actually, there's a there's a YouTuber I, I, I listen to sometimes. His name is Flemlo Raps, pardon the name. But he does a really good job of going into what happened to Josh Gordon in terms of um, how he grew up, how he got into drugs, the people he hanged out with in college, why he left college early. How he's this such he's this really good talent that just couldn't put it together. And he's always going to be one of those things, at least in my sports viewing life, that's like, man, it, like Stephen A says, if you could only stay off the weed, but it, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But back to Michael Vick. Um, so Michael Vick got signed later that year by the Eagles. Ironically, Andy Reid was the coach at the time, was the coach here in Kansas City. Um, and then... He begins um, working with the Humane Society of the United States on anti-dogfighting programs. And they list a, a few things of it, like awards that he wins, like they go back into, um, um, what do you call it? Um, they go back into like how his, the rest of his career played out and things like that. So my overall view, I'm just trying to give you guys a little black backstory. So he plays for a few other uh, teams after that. His career kind of fizzles out. But um, the one thing that I guess I guess I just need to keep telling you is that he's always still um, fight, like fighting against dog fighting. Like I think uh, one of the conditions of his uh, when he was released, like he could never own a dog again, you know. And I always remember this interview after he got reinstated in the NFL where the NFL Network interviewed him. And, you know, they talk about it. And he's like, it's it's so weird to tell my son or my kid that we can never have a dog. And, you know, my son loves dogs. Like, I can never own one. So, um, Michael Vick, to me, um, it's a weird case of, like, you've seen the guy who, who got in trouble. He paid his, his, his debt to society. And then he got out and stayed, like, out of trouble. If anything, he's, he's fought for the rights of dogs. So, every year... There's always something like Michael Vick could be doing something. And when you look at him or not, like he's still an electrifying dude. Like when you watch him play, um, the way he talks, just the way he carries himself. And also you have those memories. Like I have those memories from when I was growing up watching football and just watching the things that man could do on the field. Like what Lamar Jackson is now, like Michael Vick was doing that. Maybe he couldn't pass as well as Lamar, but I'm just saying like Michael Vick was different. You know, he was different. And I'm not trying to take, sh throw any shade at Lamar because Lamar is different. If anything, Lamar is better. But, man, Michael Vick was, like, a lot of people's first taste. Like, that was my taste of that kind of player, like, that kind of electrifying player. That like He's the kind of dude, like, if you walked into a room, mind you, I've never been in a room with Michael Vick. But he's the kind of guy, like, you're like, oh, snap. Like, you look over. Like, guys, you know when you do that when, like, that really hot girl walks in a room, right? And you're like, damn. You know, you just kind of look for a little bit. And then you, you know. You compose yourself and you talk, especially if you're with your girl, like, you know, close it up real quick. You know, pay attention to your girl. What you doing looking? Clean it up. But that's besides the point. So every year, and I can kind of give you the thing. So this year, Michael Vick was selected as a Pro Bowl captain. You know, it's NFL 100, the 100th year anniversary of the NFL. And um, all of a sudden, like, this, this dude starts a petition. Because he can't believe Michael Vick has been selected as a as a Pro Bowl captain. That like, they're trying to get the NFL to um, to like remove him as a Pro Bowl captain. First of all, either that dude does not watch football, or he just out here thinking he's something 
Like the NFL is the weirdest organization. They're so bad with with public relations for a billion dollar company, but like they don't do anything for anybody. I mean, they had Greg Hardy in the league, like after he got convicted of stuff. Like I get it's a win now league. You know, there's a lot of I could use a lot of cliches and things like that, but it's very rare that like the league is forced to do something. If you get my drift, like nope. I, I can't ever foresee like a petition forcing the league to do something. You know, there's plenty of pet, uh, petitions out there. Apparently over 200,000 people signed this one. And um, every year, something like this happens. Last year, Michael Vick was visiting Chiefs training camp, you know, as a just a volunteer coach. And people like came out and protested that. You know, it came out like when he got reinstated in the league, which that one I get because, you know, it's like, why does he deserve to start playing football again? You want to know why? Because he could help the Eagles win games. He could help somebody win games. And he was what he was that kind of player that like somebody was going to take a chance on him. Same way people took chances on Josh Gordon. Same way people took a chance on the Cowboys took a chance on Greg Hardy. Same reason the, the Cleveland Browns signed Kareem Hunt after literally watching video of him kicking a woman. You want to know why? Because he's damn good at football. And some people are just going to have to accept that. But that's not what I'm here for. I don't understand all these people. Like, as bad as this is going to sound, it's just a dog. You know, I don't own a dog. I don't own pets of any kind. Maybe I would understand if I did have a dog. But you tell me right now, you're choosing that dog over your, like, your family member? Maybe that's the wrong, because some of y'all could be real, like, have real frost like really bad relationship with your family members but you know somebody you really care about like i take i choose no dog over my mom like i can list off like anybody in this world right now I can list off five people that they'd rather have instead of their dog and some of those names will really surprise you but that's just me that's just my opinion but also michael vick has done more for dogs than those people protesting him ever will Okay, I get it. The reason he was able to, to take this stance and be this uh, advocate for dogs is because of what he was a part of. Okay, so if he was never was found out, maybe he's still just holding it. You know, he's still holding the kennels or whatever. But like, it's weird. Like, this is one of those things that you guys aren't like marveling at the, the work, the redemption that, that he's gone through to be the person he is today. And I'm not sitting here saying he's perfect. I mean, I remember people got mad at him because he, he said uh, Colin Kaepernick should cut his dreads. You know? And things like that, especially right when Colin Kaepernick started his movement. And those are things that he kind of he, he got in trouble for that. Like, a lot of black people got mad at him for that. But, like, you guys do not believe in redemption at all? I mean, he's been a huge advocate for dogs. Like, I'm sitting here right now looking trying to see what else he's done like um like he's um literally in state legislators or meeting with the federal government to be like hey um like we need to do this and i think having michael vick being like his story wouldn't be as powerful like let's just say michael vick never got into dogfighting you know he just started like championing it right his story it still would be important because he's fighting for a cause but his cause is his cause hits different because he was a part of that life. He was part of that, that culture. 
you know he and he, he literally paid his debt to society he was literally in jail for two years sure he left but he was only to go to court or to go to like he was go to court for either filing for bankruptcy or go, going to go face his state charges like it was never like um he was just out here wilding he's not out here like greg hardy you know he's shown complete remorse for his actions you know he's and and look at what he's done since since being out you know it's it's uh, it's funny like he's he's reached a kind of state where people make fun of it now like um like family guy makes fun of him south park makes fun of him like like they make fun of the fact that he was he was involved in that yeah sure i get it for some for some people were very sensitive to this i get it but then people are so quick to come at michael vick for something he's done for so long and he has and in my opinion has more than paid for then all those people who who, who who are trophy hunters who pay money to go kill endangered animals and it's been real interesting over the last kind of 10 days um looking at my facebook like reactions like watching some of my more outspoken friends like really come out in in, in support of him like and it's not just like black people you know it's not just black men it's people all over the spectrum who who understand what he did and how he's worked to to kind of maybe he'll never be able to find true redemption they're all like like people say in the world like there's always going to be a hater so they're always going to be like i don't care what he did i don't care what he's done for dogs he should never been in that situation in the first place and you're just going to hate him for that i get it i truly do like i really do get it like there are people out there i just don't like no matter what they do like the wolf pack knows who i'm talking about right now and it's not even this is a kind of like a stupid example it's not even what that person did i just don't like them like you ever met that person you just don't like like no matter what they do like the minute the first impression like oh nah, all right i don't like you you know you just kind of just kind of keep it 100 with them like i just don't like you so i mean what can you do but it's always me like uh like just watching him just watching him uh kind of become this person and and how he keeps fighting like he's still fighting for um dog rights like he he, he has speaking engagements like like how he's just doing this rehabilitation and and before maybe it would have been just because he's trying to get back in the NFL. i don't know i'm not i'm not with a person like um like I'm reading this thing on MNN.com where like the ongoing re rehabilitation of Michael Vick, the football player who served time for dog fighting has spent years advocating for animals, but not everyone thinks he's changed. I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, so Michael Vick, uh, like just kind of go into it. Like he's going to be a pro bowl captain this year. Also, I don't know why y'all care about that. Nobody watches the pro bowl, but that's besides the point. Like, like Michael Vick, and his supporters and, and even through his actions they, they say he's changed like um he's been he has worked non-stop to stop dog fighting getting uh like getting he also got an act passed through congress the animal fighting spectator prohibition act jesus that's a mouthful but you know there's online petitions there's always gonna be people hating on him and and believe it or not like they also attacked him like he shouldn't be a role model he should absolutely be a role model because he's a person who's made mistakes and is clearly working on it. 
whether you think he's done or not, I, this is going to be something that's obviously this. This is something that's going to follow him the rest of his life. Like like Miles Garrett throwing that, uh, like hitting that, hitting Mason Rudolph with his helmet. For those of you who don't even watch football, you've probably heard about the dude who hit the other dude with his helmet, like the, earlier this year. Like damn, like maybe three four weeks ago. But like this is something like when he dies years from now, people are going to talk about it. That's going to be one of the first things on his tombstone. And he could have easily just been like, oh, he, he did that. And then he just went off somewhere. Maybe he just came back, played ball, didn't do anything about it. But the fact that he's helped pass animal rights bills through Congress and he's continuously, continuously like working to protect your dog's rights, you know, since he can't technically have one. And I'm, I feel like I'm, atta- I'm trying to sound like I'm attacking somebody, but like a lot of these people, I wonder if they actually even known the work that he's done. You know, if anything, I'm not saying you forgive him because, you know, that's that's your own damn business. Right. But I'm like, I'm just want I just want you to understand what he what he has done, what he has done to rectify what he like. Like, I want you to understand, obviously, the, the thing that set it off and what he has done to rectify that every single day of his life. Right. Um. Like they you they bring up like how the state of the dogs like I'm not sitting here saying what he did wasn't wrong, but every single like every single time like he's just working on it. Like they even go into it in this article a little bit. Like Vic is well aware while some people may have forgiven him, they certainly haven't forgotten why he's such a controversial figure. The best thing to do was to make amends for what for what I did. I can't take it back, Vic told the pittsburgh post gazette in august 2016 the only thing i can do is influence the masses of kids from going down the same road i i went down that's why i work with the humane society affecting a lot of kids lives and saving a lot of animals we've had a lot of progress we've been able to save some laws and do some great things that i'm very proud of yeah it hit different because michael vick like he can tell him like don't follow me that's his whole message to people like don't follow me and i don't get why he elicits like maybe I do get it because you haven't read up all you all you know about Michael Vick is that he he did he was part of that dog fighting ring you know you know only his crimes you don't know his redemption you don't know the work he's done since like you don't truly know and maybe I'm just uh, I'm like whist, whistling in the wind here trying to get these people who don't like him to know like to even try to read up on it because if you if I'm talking with a person who is uh, like an opponent or like somebody who doesn't like Michael Vick or quite frankly hates him, and that's all you have to say, like obviously I, I can't change. Like I can try as hard as I can. I can't really change your mindset unless you want to change. But also your your arguments like invalid. Like you're only giving me half the story. Like you're only looking at half the story. You're not looking at the literal, the literal rest of his story for everything else that he's done for to protect like animals. You know, I can't change your mind unless you're willing to open yourself up to listen. Like the same thing with a Kaepernick thing. I'm sorry to bring him up, but it's misinformation. That's all it is. You are literally looking. There's val- There's information out there that could help you set up your argument both ways, especially on Kaepernick. But you refuse to listen or you refuse to look for it. You refuse to educate yourself. 
And that's the same thing that's happening in Kaepernick is the same thing that's happening here. Look, I'm not saying you got to like the dude. I'm not. All right, quite frankly, from what I've seen, and Corey was right also, Corey couldn't make it. To be honest, it's my fault. I forgot to ask her if, she, if we could find a place to record. But um, it, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, I hope this also isn't part of his mindset. Like, oh, I got to do things to get these people. Involved. All you got to do is, is keep doing you. And if that means you got to protect, you got to go out, out your way to protect dogs. Like, you got to provide for your family, this and that. And, um, It's just a shame, like the 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 especially the opponents of him, who are um, I don't I don't I don't get I don't get what what else he's supposed to do to please you, like um, like I'm look I'm just reading this article right now and then they go like since his since uh, his release from prison, Vic has worked to rebuild both his professional career and his reputation. He's since played for three NFL teams, finally retiring in February. 2017 Vic has backed animal cruelty legislation and at one point was an active participant in the active participant in the humane society's anti-dog fighting campaign the latter which brought the animal welfare organization so much negative attention that it addresses affiliation in uh, with Michael Vic and uh, in a series of frequently asked questions on its website huh the questions about Michael Vic are no longer there but dog fighting questions remain like sometimes in our society, like we are quick to forgive the wrong things. Like I always hear, I, I didn't want to go into this, but I remember seeing um, a post on Facebook where uh, somebody posted, maybe Michael Vick should have just saw, shot somebody and said he was having a tough day. Maybe that's why we could have forgiven him. And he's obviously calling back to uh, the Amber Geiger situation and how, um, we call it and how she was and that was part of her defense for killing Botham John or Botham John and man a lot of things about that case you know from what I watched like messed with me to kind of go off on a tangent here look for those of you remember when when he hugged the brother I don't care if that's what the brother or the family needs to um, like kind of get over this tragedy uh, tragedy is to hug um, Amber Geiger you can go ahead and do what you want. It's family business at that point. I have no, it's not my opinion to tell you what you should do about grieving um, a lost family member. Like, I don't know what you're going through. You know, even if, even if I, I have lost someone, it's different. Each, each situation is a little bit different. It's not like his brother was the same as my brother. I technically don't have a brother. Well, I technically do have a half brother, but that's, that's besides the point. That's maybe another story. So my problem with that case was like the cop, the, the bailiff was like, or whatever that was, that was stroking her hair. The judge hugged her. And I was like, yo, judge, if you're going to hug her, you better be hugging every defendant from now on. That's all I'm saying, because that's really inappropriate. That looks really inappropriate to me. Looks freaking dirty to me that like conspiracy theorists should have a freaking field day with that. Same way conspiracy theorists are having a field day with George Zimmerman suing the Trayvon Martin family for what? What is it? Like $100 million? Like in terms of uh, public opinion, like George Zimmerman, you've already lost. Hold that L. But like um, they're saying like the Trayvon Martin family had a false witness and um, he 
he's basing like his suing them because of like a, a documentary that was made about the Trayvon, like he, I think it's like the Trayvon Martin hoax or something like that. That a uh, famed conspiracy theorist was kind of like he's not a lot, not a lot of good things are said about the man, but like uh, he made that. But then also like a lot of things that happened since the the, the trial or his fault, like. He's been arrested for assault. Or he's been arrested for assault and other crimes multiple times. He tried to like uh, distribute photos of Trayvon Martin's dead body on the internet. Like he sold the gun that he shot Trayvon Martin with for like three hundred fifty thousand dollars, calling it an American, a piece of American history. Like he's done all these bad things to bring heat upon himself, and then now he's the way it looks that like he's blaming the Trayvon Martin family for his problems. What happened to that three hundred fifty thousand dollars you sold the damn gun for? You know, that's besides the point. I'm, 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 going, I'm supposed to be going back to, um, what do you call it? I'm just gonna go back to Michael Vick. So that's just the thing with me to kind of go back on what I was saying. The misinformation or the lack of like learning about, it. and I get it. Like, as much as I keep saying I get it, I get it, you know? You're never going to like them. I'm not saying you got to like them. I'm just saying you 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 owe it to yourself to understand, you know? You can't just be ignorant about this because that makes your argument invalid. Like, if you don't have all the facts, and then I'm, I'm debating with you about Michael Vick, and I'm just giving you all the facts. You're like, oh, did you know he did this? You know he did that? And you're trying to, like, well, but, you know, he still killed them dogs. And I'm like, yeah. But he's done all this for dogs, too. And, and I'm, I'm going to bring you more facts. And then that makes you look like you want to. What am I trying to say here? Maybe you can't forgive him. Maybe you can't forgive Michael Vick. Maybe you damn sure understand, you know. Like this isn't you don't put on an act like this for damn near 10 years. I mean, from everything I've seen, you know, from the way people talk about him, like his own colleagues. And there are probably people amongst his colleagues from when he worked at ESPN, from when he worked at now that he works at Fox. You don't think somebody would like to get some brownie points by slandering his name? Like, oh, he's not he's not as cool as he uh, puts himself out there on social media and on TV, you know? So, I mean, even later in this thing, they're like, um, when while Vic's critics argue that he hasn't properly apologized or exp- hasn't expressed believable remorse, is there even like before I even continue, like how are you supposed to properly apologize? Like I could apologize in the most profuse way possible, and there'd still be somebody out there who doesn't believe me. Like, eh, he's still a punk. So that's that's kind of like, what do you want him to do? Like beg on his knees? I don't know. So, um, so others say he's a changed man who's trying to redefine himself. When Vic is- issued an apology after signing with the Philadelphia Eagles in 2009, the New York Times had multiple writers weighing in on whether truly w- w- whether Vic was truly repentant. Perhaps the most surprising response from people was from People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals (PETA), uh, which was somewhat support- supportive of Vic's return to football. As long and and I quote. As long as he's throwing a football and not electrocuting a dog, Peter is pleased with his focus on his game. 
the Peter, uh, the Peter Senior Vice President Lisa Lang said in a statement. In, in, its in its analysis of the Vic case, the NFL League Defense Fund outlined some of the most unusual aspects of his case, one of which was that the dogs were euthanized when the case concluded a, fresh, a first for canines involved in dogfighting rings, which animal advocates hope sets a new standard. And I can keep going to this. There's like, um, they talk about a lot of questions that the, that the dogfighting trial, like, case pulled up, like, um... Like what? Like basically, like one of the questions like what should happen with, with with the remaining dogs? And I know some of them have been like um, rehabilitated, you know, kind of going through like um, helping them work through their problems and actually like becoming figures or helping people, or whatever. Um, so it's I think is it's just the fact that um, maybe some people can't accept that he's changed. It could also be a racial thing. Like, I'm not willing to, to just jump onto racial. It could just be that, you know. And it's it's always one of those things that you got to wonder. Like, if Michael Vick was white, if his name was John Smith and he did that, would people really be coming at him that, that type of way? Like, with the exact same energy? But I'm not here to argue that. All I'm saying is that he's like, maybe I'm just beating a dead horse here. But isn't it high time to kind of at least, like, look into what he's done like? My man went to Congress and passed like animal rights bills. You know, I get it. You like your dog and I'm sure I'm probably just typecasting here, you know, but he is a role model. You, your kids should know about both the good and the bad because they're damn sure plenty of people like who have who done worse. There are people who have played football who have done worse things. Rape people. Hell, Dante's Tallworth kill somebody. In a drunk driving accident, I believe. Literally kill somebody. And I still kind of go back to my old thing. In my opinion, it's still just a dog. And I get it. Dogs are a huge part of your family. And I, and, But I'm still saying, like, at some point, it's still just a dog. And... In my opinion, even though this would probably get me in trouble, I get I don't own I don't own an I don't own a pet. I don't, you know, and maybe if I did own a pet, that um, idea would change. I'm not out here saying you got to put them in dogfighting rings and kill them and whatever and all that stuff. I'm not saying that. And this, I feel like this is going to get me in a lot of trouble here, but it's still just a dog. And like Michael Vick. In my opinion, has repaid his debt to society. Look at everything that he's done. Like, all I'm saying is, just look at everything that he's done. You know, if he was just out here live like just partying and whatever and being a, being a complete asshole and doing all this and that and not, I get where you're standing from. But this is one of the few that has made a huge mistake and paid his debt to society. And now he's working back. This is what the, the crap that you see in movies and like villains who, who who go on that redemptive arc. Like this is literally something you could see in a movie. I don't know if dogfighting would be the thing. Maybe some, something else. But like this is something you could see in a movie. What he's doing. What he's going to continue to do. And he's not out here like, hey guys, look at me. I'm passing animal rights bills. That's not what he's doing. The media goes to find him. It's not like he's calling press conferences to talk about Oh, this week we saved 20 dogs. That's not what he's doing. He's always going to be a controversial figure. You know, they're always going to be talking about him. You know, 
He'll take the heat because he understands what he did. He'll take the heat. His family, by extension, will take some heat, which is unfair. You know, his family, his wife, his kids, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what his family situation is like. The people who didn't participate, the people who are innocent, they're going to take heat. But in terms of this, I don't understand why you are not willing to educate yourself on everything he's, this man has done. Even if you don't believe him, you should at least know all the facts. I wonder how many people are willing to do that, though. I could have sat down with people for this. Like, I had, you know, my boy Scotty was very adamant on this, a former teammate of mine. Um, very adamant. I mean, people I went to college with, very adamant on the other side. And it was, I'm like, I'm telling you, man, my Facebook feed, it was like, man, nonstop Michael Vick stuff. Like, I get it, but geez, like, and people arguing about trophy hunting. Like, if you're going to call uh, Michael Vick this, y'all better be calling all these people out. Who, uh, who are, uh, you know, who are doing all this, you know? Like the trophy hunting, the things like that. People go kill endangered animals and then pose with them, which is, that's the thing that really messes with me. Like, so you can go out there and kill this endangered animal. You know it's endangered. Bro, like, there's a limited amount left that, the like, there's an organization that's like, please don't kill anymore or else we will lose the species. I don't care how much money you paid for. And then you're like, nah, I'm still going to kill this thing and hold up. Let me take a selfie with it or let me take a picture with it to celebrate. I never, first of all, I never understood that damn practice of taking pictures with crap that you killed, you know? Like deer season. I get it. You know, it's deer season. There's deer everywhere. You got to, you know, knock out a couple. You want to celebrate. But like, you got posted on Instagram. Like, man, this is the deer. This is the deer. This is the hunting community. I'll never understand that. But I just, first first things first. I, I mean, I really just want you to, I want you to ask yourself this. Um, wherever you stand, like, do you think, what is, since I think people are, are really working to uh, like kind of um, find whatever the line is, is Michael Vick, what, what he did and how he's lived his life afterwards, is he not worthy of redemption? Is Michael Vick not worthy of redemption at all? Like, what's the line? Is it murder? Is murder the line? Or is it something below that? Like, as, as bad as it sounds, people think people are treating him like he raped people or he murdered people. Like human beings, I guess I should be like that because I know some people count their dogs as people. So I mean, I'm just indifferent. I don't, I'm just indifferent. No, I could take it. I could take a pet. I could leave him. I've been doing pretty well since. So. That's all I got for you guys. That's, just take away that one question I asked. Is Michael Vick not worthy of redemption? And I feel like I could have found so many parallels of people who have done things both worse and, you know, less who kind of follow the same redemptive arc in real life. Like, Michael Vick's life is basically like a movie. 
like i don't know if it's a good movie but it's a movie that i would watch because i'm like no way you know like one of those based on true story movies and who knows maybe somebody will make it and whether you want him to be a pro bowl captain which is basically he's the captain of a game that one football game a year that barely anybody watches maybe that's maybe that's a wrong argument just watch i mean he's fighting for the rights of your dog or your pets is he the perfect messenger or is he the perfect guy to head up this cause no or maybe yes because he he's been to he's been he was on the other side and now he's you know he's doing this now he's fighting for you he's fighting for your pets he's fighting for all the future pets all the future animals who are a big part of everybody's family And I mean, I'm I'm proud of what he's done and what he's going to continue to do. And I mean, like everybody else, I hope he doesn't like take a false step back or anything like that. But only time can tell. Right. But right now, I believe he's truly deserving of redemption. And you have to ask yourself that. And believe it or not, I think a lot of ways you he really is just a lot of people don't want to accept that. But that's them. That's them. Well, either way, guys, that was it. That's episode was it, episode three of 10 Things I Don't Understand. The Michael Vick and the misinformation and whatever. That's going to happen every year. I wonder what's going to happen next year. But that's besides the point. If you have any questions for me, um, like, you can call the podcast at 805-539-2698. You can email the podcast at myycmwt at gmail.com. You can uh, like and follow uh, the podcast on both Facebook and Twitter at YCMWT for both sites. Oh, man, it's 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 going to be a good week because it's a short week for your boy. Coming home, baby. Coming home. I want. Also, I wanted to talk about uh, George Zimmerman, like suing the family. I know I talked about it a little bit, but I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to let this one play out. Because the first time I heard it, I was, like a lot of people, not happy. And I really wanted to go off on it. But I feel like for, if I do talk about that, I'm going to need a more professional opinion than than myself. It's, ugh, jeez. Ugh. Whatever. Either way, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you're able to answer that question I asked. I hope you're able to, you know, if you don't know about Michael Vick's story, you know, just go and read it. I'm going to link the two articles I referenced um, on the on the podcast in the description for the social posts. Um, I got a big, big announcement coming. This is a personal thing, you know. This, it, it is pod, technically podcast related, but it's more of a personal thing coming up here. Uh, during uh, Christmas break, so y'all be on the lookout for that. Huh, I wonder what I'm gonna talk about next week. This is kind of a serious topic. Hmm. Eh, I guess we'll find out next week. All right, guys, stay safe. I love you guys. Stay warm if you're in these cold. Jesus Christ. And uh, Kelly, I'll see you soon. Wolfpack, I'm coming home. We about to get stupid. All right, guys, see you later. Bye.